At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. That's right. I'm RJ. Guys, Thursday. That means Thursday night football. Bottom of the hour. It means Greg Cosell. 40 years at NFL Films. And we're going to pick his brain for the things that we don't understand about the NFL and try to make some money from his insight. I'm joined by the pros who know two college experts today, Brad Powers, Ken Thompson, with all the college knowledge, Steve Fezzik in the house, NFL expert, sports batters bat with us, or they listen for the money. And all sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. I make this personal promise to you. We will deliver the Vegas truth. But you can't have pros without Joe's. He's my favorite. Jonas Knox, the voice of the fans. And it's always good to be here, RJ, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And as we do every single day here on Straight Out of Vegas, we start off the show with the Vegas perspective on the biggest sports story of the day. And that would be week six in the NFL kicks off later tonight, where right now the Philadelphia Eagles sit a one point favorite at the Giants and this game is going to be a great lesson and one of the basic premises of straight out of Vegas as soon as you like a football game bet that game if you're a better why because the lines get sharper the closer you get to game time 
just 24 hours ago, less than 24 hours, we did an early preview on this game, and our NFL expert, Steve Fezzik, what did you tell us? Bet the New York Giants plus three, lock in that number. Okay, so I'm not sure if you could hear it because he didn't emphasize it, but the number was plus three yesterday. Now, Fez, what's the number? Line is down to Eagles minus one, RJ. All right, so it's a situation. So you actually went with the favorite instead of the plus three to plus one. Okay, so it was plus three from the Giants' perspective, and now it's down to plus one. Now, what's the difference? Well, it's all the difference in the world. Three is the most key number in the NFL. What does key mean? It means how often does an NFL game fall three more than any other margin of victory? In fact, when a favorite of around three wins a game by exactly three, it happens about 10% of the time. So think about it. This line is around three. It means that the Eagles, who are the favorite, will, based on history, win by exactly three almost 10% of the time. Thus, if you had followed Fezzik's like of the Giants yesterday, that 10% of the time, you would literally push. No bet. Today, if you bet it, you'd lose. Because of that, Fez, that like on the Giants moves is downgraded to a lean, to a lean. And let me tell you guys, if you're getting the worst number, you have no chance to win. Now listen, winning might not matter. What do you mean? That sounds crazy. Well, I love movies. I've never left a movie theater with more money in my pocket than I came in with. I lose in that regard. I, it's, I'm a net loser in the movies. The question is, how much enjoyment do I get? Is it worth the expense. A lot of you are recreational batters, and hey, it's fun to hear about Vegas. It's fun to learn, try to get better, but at heart, you're recreational. It's for fun. Great. Have fun. But if you're trying to win, and that's your priority, you cannot bet bad numbers. And what's the definition of bad? If you could have got a significantly better number yesterday than today, the number is bad. Fez, give us a quick recap on why you liked the Giants at plus three and lean that way now at plus one. All about the cluster injuries at running back for the Eagles, RJ. Ajayi is out for the year, ACL injury. The number two running back, Sproles, he is out. So the Eagles have to go with their number three running back, Corey Clement. He's a good player, but guess what? He's been out the last two weeks. He has a quad injury. It is a leap of faith to even think that he is close to 100% forced back into action. Okay, and... So it's back to that concept of cluster injuries. Having one guy out, you go from first string to second string. And hey, if that guy is really, really good, could be very significant. Aaron Rodgers is just one injury when he's hurt, but it's hugely significant. But when it's lesser names, the times that really matters is when the second or the first stringer and second stringer are out. Or in this case, when you have a, you know, a a third down back and you have a first and second down back. If they're both out now, it's like, because look what the Saints did, you know, and and we were talking about that. And Ken Thompson actually had that handicap right on with the Saints last Monday, which was the idea, hey, they're getting back 
Ingram, and now all of a sudden you've got your uh, you know left hook and your right cross or whatever analogy you want to give. Well, in this case, you can have a Sproles in theory for a given individual game, maybe be an all-purpose back and be fine. But over the course of a season, it'd be hard. But if both of them are out and you're going to the third and fourth stringers, that's when the real problems start. Yeah, I don't think that Wendell Smallwood is going to make a difference. The fourth string running back, and he's going to see some key playing time. And was he on Caddyshack? I think he was. It's <laughs> a little different. So last, last thought on Thursday, games in general. We've been saying it from week one onward. Everybody knows there's a big disadvantage for the Thursday road team. But even so, they don't properly account for it in the line. If all you did was bet on the home team, fade the road team on half rest. It's not short rest. It's half. Three days instead of six rest. Now you add travel to that. If you just faded them since these Thursday games began, you would have won about 55% of the time. That's what a professional better wins, right? So, yeah, everyone knows, but people aren't properly accounting for it yet. Maybe this show will hurt that. Well, we'll contribute to them doing that, which would be a lament because I'm often on the home team. By the way, home team undefeated on Thursdays straight up this year and undefeated against the spread. One push in that Rams-Vikings game. Guys, from last night or from tonight in the NFL to last night in the NBA, I should say, your neck of the woods was the scene of the Lakers-Warriors preseason game at T-Mobile Arena. The Lakers a 123-113 win over Golden State. And I'll tell you, Jonas, the amount of attention that game got, it felt like the biggest thing going on yesterday. Maybe it was, but uh, for a preseason game, we were talking about betting on preseason NBA, and people are like, come on, enough's enough already. Well, there was... If you looked at that Laker betting handle against Golden State preseason, that handle was double, double as much as the average hockey game. Regular season hockey, average amount of betting is only half of what was bet on an NBA preseason game with the Lakers last night. And Nick Wright of First Things First, heard on Fox Sports 1 weekday mornings, had the following to say about LeBron James and year one with the L.A. Lakers. I have watched LeBron James' teams for 15 years, and every year since his post-rookie season, they find a way to be one of the best offenses in basketball. Why? Because LeBron James is an offense unto himself. The offensive end is not going to determine if the Lakers win 43 games versus 53 games. What's going to determine it is the defensive end. The most important stat for the Lakers this year is going to be defensive rating. All right, so I tend to agree with him in that I think the Lakers, how do I want to say this? I think they're free rolling, meaning in, 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 in Vegas, that's a term we use, Fez. How would you define free rolling? Free roll is an opportunity to make a bet, and you either have a fair bet or you have a great bet if a certain circumstance hits. Yeah, I would say more specifically, a free roll is worst case you break even and there's an upside. right? So if someone says, hey, bet this game. If you win, I'll pay you. If you don't win, if you lose, you don't have to pay me. Now, that sounds crazy, but oftentimes there'll be sports books 
or casino games that allow you to play blackjack for free, a couple of hands. If you win, you keep your money. Some of the online sports books have uh, free bets as part of their sign-up bonuses. Here's the free roll. The Lakers have great young players. And who's to say who's going to really emerge this year? Every young player that doesn't start out as a top 10 player in the league, which is super rare, they have that season that they emerge. There's a real chance the Lakers have one or even two guys that could do that. If it happens, the Lakers are so set up to be competitive. And if it doesn't happen, they can make that trade for another max guy if they want before the trade deadline. So my sense is the Lakers embracing the youth and giving them a chance to flourish and emerge with LeBron, tutoring them in a way, enabling them, empowering them. But I also, though, I do agree with Nick that I think the offense is the easy part, not only because LeBron's so good, because of the talent. I think the driver of their success in the regular season for the Lakers is about defense. So quite sharp, I think, from Nick. Fez, what's your take on the Lakers this year? I think that the market is overvaluing their chances to win a championship. They're 12 to 1. But I think their season wins are too low. Currently at 48 wins, I think the Lakers can win 50. Okay, so it's over under 48, and you think perhaps they could win 50. I bet they won, they're going to win over 48 wins. <laughs> they they might, might, might be able to win 50. Oh, I, that doesn't sound like something I want to bet. So let me ask you a question. So their, their title odds are what? 12 to 1. Okay. And where's that stack rank? Golden State's number one, et cetera, et cetera. Stack rank's number four. Boston's... So, so the, where's the stack rank? Number four. Where's the stack rank? Fourth. Okay. So you got the question. Okay. Now, here's the next one. Is where does it stack rank with their win totals? Their win total is tied for seventh. Okay. So this is a great lesson here. We finally got to it. Thank you, Fez. We finally got to it. The lesson here is this. In the title betting market, there's a ton of recreational money being bet. And they love LeBron. They love the Lakers. In the win total market, there's more professional money being bet. And the professionals have more skepticism. They're not bought into the brand, into the legend as much with LeBron. All that said, one of the best professionals there is, Fezzik, thinks at 48, over-under season wins, regular season, is too low, and you think they might even be able to win 50. When we come back, we've got the trends of the week. You will not want to bet these games without these trends. That's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. It's simple. Plug in Snapshot, drive, and earn discounts for safe driving. Save more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we have got trends of the week. You do not want to place a bet until you hear this coming up here on Straight Out of Vegas. Each day we bring Vegas straight to you. 
Right now on the Vegas Strip, 77 degrees, and the neon is gushing. Guys, every Thursday at this time, this is the most important part of an early look ahead to gambling this weekend in the NFL and college football because we have got trends that need to be talked about that people need to pay attention to to make a little bit of cash. First up... In the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals are a two-point favorite hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. RJ, what's your trend? Well, this is an amazing one. And and let's talk about just for a second what a trend is. A trend is something where there was the same situation again and again and again, and it had a result that wasn't uh, 50-50. So let's say, for example, this team never loses at home. Okay, that's a trend. And you better know if a team never loses at home if you're going to bet against them at home. Okay, well, Pittsburgh never seems to lose very much at Cincinnati. Last 29 times Pittsburgh's traveled to Cincinnati. They've won 24 times, Pittsburgh. 24-5 and five straight up, 21-8 and eight against the spread. So even with, oh, Cincy must have stunk for a lot of that time. Yeah, maybe. The spread is the great equalizer. And even with the spread, 21-8 and eight against the spread. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. You might say, yeah, but since he's better this year than Pittsburgh, some might think. Okay. There's been seven times during those games that since he had the better record. Pittsburgh is 7-0 and on those occasions straight up. 6-1 and against the spread. So really, you cannot bet... This game, without knowing, Pittsburgh dominates in Cincy. Why do they dominate in Cincy? A lot of people don't realize it. If you're not from the area, I am. It's at most a three-hour drive. And the Cincy fans, well, I don't want to be pejorative, but they're not near as intense as Steeler fans, and thus you have half the stadium oftentimes filled with Pittsburgh, and I think that's one of the drivers of this Pittsburgh trend in Cincy. Guys, next up in college football, Michigan is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at home against against Wisconsin. Brad Powers, what have you noticed about the Wisconsin Badgers? Uh, that Wisconsin's very good on the road, or at least they don't get blown out on the conference road. In Big Ten play, last 33 games, that's eight-plus seasons, Wisconsin has not lost by more than a touchdown in any of those 33 games on the Big Ten road. All right, so let's think about this. It's like someone saying, hey, I've never made a three-quarters court shot before, and now they're willing to bet me even money that I'll miss it. Like, I would say, wait a minute, this guy's been 33 shots from three-quarters court. He's zero for 33. Now, what's the odds of the 34th? Oh, even money, because right now, Wisconsin's getting seven and a half. Now, Obviously, Michigan is a better team than the average team Wisconsin's played. But boy, that's not just how good Wisconsin's been. It's that they're so fundamentally sound. Exactly. They don't often get blown out. They run the football, play great defense, not a lot of high variance with Wisconsin. In just a moment, me and Fezzik are going head-to-head, and I think there's some betting going to go on. We disagree on a game. First, let's pay some bills. Guys, we are brought to you by Geico because everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is, 
You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, extra money in your pocket. It may just be the most rewarding to do you do today. When you hear this music, it means one thing. Crossfire. Yes. Pro on pro violence. Well, not violence, but when people take money from me, <laughs> I feel violated at minimum. Fezzik, two-time Super Contest champion. Some would think I'd be scared. I'm not even close to scared. We disagree on the Chicago Bears Miami Dolphins. I'll let you go first. I like the home underdog. I like the Dolphins catching plus three and a half. RJ, this is an overreaction to that phony loss. Yes, phony that the Dolphins had against the Bengals. They should have won that game. They were up 17 to three in the fourth quarter. Two defensive touchdowns. And if they had won the game, they'd be four and one right now. And this line would not be Bears minus three and a half. It would be much closer to a pick em. Solid value with the fish plus three and a half. Okay, great analysis there, Fez. And I can see why you got fooled by this. There's all kind of sayings about, you know, if such and such were nuts, it'd be Christmas every day of the year and all that. Okay, you're right. If the Dolphins had won, this would be a different game. The Dolphins lost. A lot of times, wins and losses don't have that much effect on a team's morale. But let's think about this Dolphins team. They started out 3-0. So excited. And then they go in the game of the decade probably for them, and or one of them, and get demolished, demolished in New England. And then on top of that, they're able to keep their head above water, go into Cincinnati, be leading 17-3. to Agreed. It was very impressive. To lose that game, gut punch. And oh, by the way, how would you rate the offensive line right now for the Dolphins? It's in shambles from injury. Okay, and Tunsil looks to be out, all, or at least a minimum, very limited. Yeah, so the center out, two other O-linemen out. And left tackle, very important. Okay, so that makes me think, okay, yeah, the line has adjusted because of people hating Miami off that loss, but I think some of it's justified off of the psychology of losing that game. But here's the last thing, and it feeds into our trends. When you have a road favorite, and Chicago right now is three and a half on the road. When you have a road favorite that has 13 or more days off, so effectively a bye, they are, and this is hard to believe, 60 and 22 against the spread. 60 winners, 22 losers. That's 73%. Why? Because the only problem with road favorites are they know they're better, and sometimes they kind of rest on that reality. When you have a bye, you're focused and ready to play. So you have the better team focused focused and ready to play. Oh, by the way, one last question. What was the line in this game yesterday? Three. And the line now? Up to three and a half. So who are the pros? What side are the pros on? The pros are betting the Bears. Now, we've told you guys, with, with RJ, what we told you guys is this. When the pros disagree, you hear this sound. Automatic $100 bet. Now, 100 doesn't mean much to Fez. I mean, Fez, how do you feel about $100? Oh, I want to win. You want to win, but the 100 I mean, you have you, have you ever tipped $100? Yes, Michael's when I went to dinner there. What was that scenario? <laughs> I got comped and it was $500 bill. <laughs> oh, and I've you seen felt, you wipe you your felt, tears with $100 bill. And you felt, I mean, listen... 
And when you think about Fez, <laughs> I'm already a multi-millionaire. It's the pride. We have a hundred bucks down because we press the green button. Anytime we disagree, it's a hundred bucks. It's real cash. Oh, by the way, we have another disagreement. Here comes the music. This is college football. Brad Powers against Ken Thompson. Ken, we're going to let you start. All right, I'm going to take South Carolina in this game. Look, Bentley, the quarterback, was out last week. Skornecchia did a great job. Stepped in, threw three touchdowns, ran the ball effectively. I think this kid's got it, but Bentley's back. So that's even more important. You get your starting quarterback back. You're home in Columbia. This is a team that's 55-18 and 18 in their last 73 at South Carolina at Bryce Williams. That place is going to be rocking. Muschamp will have them ready, and I think they're going to win this game by a touchdown plus. If it's in College Station, I won't go against A&M, but it's not. It's in Columbia. Muschamp wins this game. Double digits. South Carolina beats A&M by. Hmm. All right, so Ken is on... South Carolina. Brad? Brad is on the winning side. Texas A&M minus the two and a half. I think the Aggies are one of the most underrated teams in college football. Here's a team, number 22 in the AP poll. I got them in the top 15 of my power ratings. And to me, the value in this game all comes down to last week. Texas A&M had to win in overtime against Kentucky. KT, you led Texas A&M in that game. Had to go overtime, like had you said. Had to say. go overtime, but they did dominated. they not dominate that game? They dominated. Held Kentucky to, to 175 yards. There you go. Value on that side. South Carolina last week somehow found a way to win a game that they got outgained by 150 yards. That's a sign of a good valuable. team. When you get outgained and you still find a way if to win, like you said, found a way foot, to win. Because going into this game, if South Carolina had lost a heartbreaker by two points, be a different mindset going in. Now they got their quarterback back, their starter, and they know their backup's good enough. So that gives me more of an advantage. I love South Carolina. Throw your money away, Brad. Throw it away, baby. (laughs) Once the bet is made, the talking ends. There's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. That's pro on pro aggression. Love it. Two crossfires will typically be every Thursday. In just a minute, we're going to talk to Greg Cosell, NFL Films. That's coming up next for all the latest, though, from around the world of sports. Dan Byer. Coming up tonight on Fox, it's week six of the NFL season getting underway. Eagles and Giants coverage starts in an hour. Eagles tackle Lane Johnson considered questionable for tonight's game because of a high ankle sprain. We'll find out soon if he is active. Panthers tenant Greg Olson, a full participant in practice today, returning from a broken foot. Panthers have the Redskins coming up on Sunday. A report from Spectrum News in Charlotte, North Carolina, says former Panthers wide receiver Ray Carruth will be released from prison on October 22nd. Carruth served more than 17 years in prison after he was convicted of conspiracy to commit murder in the death of his girlfriend. The Minnesota Timberwolves reportedly held a players-only meeting led by Jimmy Butler After the team canceled practice today, this according to The Athletic, now point guard Jeff Teague actually refuted the report, tweeting, quote, it wasn't no players meeting, you just made that up, y'all gotta relax with the fake news, end quote or end tweet, if you will, from Jeff Teague. And some news from Major League Baseball, the Brewers announced that pitcher Gio Gonzalez will get the start in game one of the NLCS tomorrow against the Dodgers. Wade Miley gets the start Saturday in game two. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan, and he is the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. And I'll tell you a little secret. 
when I was deciding to take this gig or not, one of the drivers was a chance to talk to guys every week, like Greg Cosell. Every Thursday, he joins us, bottom of the hour, straight out of Vegas, NFL analyst and senior producer for NFL Films for 39 years. How you doing, Greg? RJ, how are you? My pleasure. Giants, first time since 2015 they scored 30-plus on the film. Did they do anything, significant things better, or was it just the randomness of the NFL? Well, I think when you hit uh, some some big plays in the passing game, you tend to have a chance to score more. They obviously hit the touchdown to Odell Beckham for 33 yards. It, it was as good a throw as Eli's probably made this season. Uh, you know, other than that, you know, I think they had some shorter fields because they had two interceptions. So, uh, you know, there's some randomness to it. I don't think they're automatically going to put up 30 every week. Uh, the player who intrigues me the most, though, on the Giants as we look forward to tonight's game is is Barkley, Saquon Barkley, because he's a very interesting player, RJ, which really goes back to his days at Penn State. I would describe him as he's kind of a reactionary runner. He runs away from opposing color rather than a roadmap point of attack runner. And what I mean by that is he doesn't necessarily hit the designed spot in in the in the run. So what happens is, is he has a lot of runs that lose yardage. Last week he had two runs for 50 yards, a 20-yarder and a 30-yarder. His other 13 runs were from minus two. It's very hard to sustain offense that way. When it comes to West Coast teams traveling east with a 10 a.m. start, here in town there's always a debate. How important is it? How much should we account for it? When you watch the film and you see a team like Arizona and they are going back and playing at 10 a.m. Pacific body clock time, how much of a factor does it show on the film? I don't think it shows at all. I can't tell that whatsoever. Uh, so, you know, to be honest with you, RJ, I think that's a an after-the-fact kind of thing. Once you have access to the results, we decide that that's the reason why, and there may be a reason, but uh, you can't see that on film. It's wow. just Yeah, you, you can't see that at all. You know, you don't know why team, you know, think about sports. I mean, we all follow sports. The way it works for most people when they watch sports is if their team loses, they end up saying things like, well, they didn't come to play, or they weren't ready, or the coaches had a bad game plan. They know none of that, but they say those kinds of things because that's very easy to say once you have access to the result. No, I agreed. I think it's human nature to try to find right. uh, rationale in, in the randomness. I, no Here, doubt. I'll give you a great example. When your team loses, okay, anybody's team loses, what do they often say about the coach? He didn't make good halftime adjustments, right? Don't you hear that all the time? Yes. Okay. Well, when their team wins, do you ever hear them say the coach made really good halftime adjustments? No, no one ever <laughs> says that. Not. No. Usually not. No one, good... no one ever says that, but it's so easy to say that the coach made bad halftime adjustments when a team loses. So same question, and if the answer is no, it can be that simple. When it comes to playing in London, are there certain types of teams that do better? Like in general with London, what do you think we should be considering? See, I, don't, I can't answer that, and I'm being honest with you, because I, when, I, when I 
look at the games, I don't think about where the games are being played. I, I, I'm a I'm a tactics guy, you yeah. know. I, so I don't, you know, I, I haven't done a study of what happens when teams play in London. You know, half the time I find, I, I, like this week, I looked uh, at the beginning of this week and said, "Oh, there's a London game this week." I, I didn't even know that till I looked at the schedule for this week. Yeah, and the theory is, is if there were an obvious effect. Whereas, oh, the defenses struggle or whatever, you would see it on film. The fact you haven't seen it probably tells us well, it's, it's not there. A defense could struggle, but do we automatically then make the correlation that that's because they're playing in London? A lot of defenses struggle in any given week. Yeah, I don't know if, it's, if the location of the game is the reason for that. We're talking with Greg Cosell, executive producer and analyst for NFL Matchup on ESPN. Let's talk a little bit about the Redskins obviously disappointing on Monday night. Now you're starting to hear, or we are at least the talk about, Oh, Alex Smith doesn't have Andy Reed anymore. And he doesn't look the same. When you look at Alex Smith in this Washington offense, what are you seeing? Well, Archie, I don't think there's a mystery about Alex Smith and what he is as a quarterback. I think there's limitations to him as a passer. I think he needs a really well-schemed, well-designed offense, which, by the way, I think Jay Gruden can do. But I also think he needs weapons. And right now they're struggling a bit with weapons on the outside in Washington because of injury. Uh, so, and, and their struggle, their running game is week to week. Some weeks it works, some weeks it doesn't. So Alex Smith then becomes what he essentially is. He's He's probably, uh, let's put it this way, the best thing about Alex Smith throughout much of his career is he can run a well-schemed offense and he doesn't turn it over. But there's no wow factor to Alex Smith. He's, he's just, the, the fact that he doesn't turn it over is, is tremendous, and most coaches love that because the philosophy has always been that you lose more games than you win. You know, that, so he doesn't turn it over. But he's, for instance, I, I, I when that trade was made uh, or that arrangement occurred uh, I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Alex Smith I guess the Redskins didn't think so yeah no doubt and who knows how much of that is the psychology of all those tags and where it became not a positive experience last question for Greg Cosell you can follow him on Twitter and get all his wisdom or at least some of it Greg Cosell on Twitter just his name it's easy last question the Rams, uh, right now, we consider them the best team in the league. I think a lot of people agree, but I'm hearing a lot of questions now about this defense. Yeah, yeah Tlaib is out. Peter's not 100%. As you look at the defensive side, other than the injuries, which have to mean something, we accept that, Right. have the Rams underperformed on defense? Well, uh, there's no question they thought they'd be better. I think they're probably trying to figure out the linebacker position. They just got Mark Barron back. Clearly, they lost Alec Ogletree in the offseason to the Giants. Uh, so uh, they've been playing Corey Littleton at, at linebacker. Now Barron is there again, and we'll see if they improve. But they've struggled against the run. Um, at corner now, they've got a question mark opposite Peters. And Peters has not played particularly well this year either. That's the thing. So even when he's been out there... Injury or not, and you know this, RJ, it doesn't matter. If a guy's playing, he's playing. Then you got to perform. So the injury doesn't really matter. Um, so right now they're struggling a bit. Fortunately, they have a really, really good offense. Uh, and, and last week the offense was able to compensate for the fact that the defense gave up a lot of rushing yards. That's where they've been really struggling a bit, rushing yards. 
every Thursday, bottom of the 6.30 or 6 o'clock hour, Greg Cosell, NFL analyst, NFL Films, also ESPN, on Twitter, at Greg Cosell. Thank you, Greg. RJ, appreciate it. Thanks. When we come back, I could, I could tell a story right now. It's picks, picks, and more picks. Your chance to make money next here on Fox Sports Radio. That's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, you will hear Clay Travis's SEC Pick of the Week. First, though, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. That guitar is ringing out. All right, Brad. Week one, we had the how could this Moneyline Parlay possibly lose? Wink, wink. Four-teamer, one. Week number two, how could it lose? Four-teamer, one. Week three, you said, hey, I went two straight four-teamers. I'm going to make it a (laughs) five-teamer. You went four out of five. So we're two and one. What does wink-wink mean? It means each one of these individual picks is going to seem like how can it lose, but it's tough to win them all. Be careful of these. Don't try this at home. Go, Brad. We're going to take in the first one, Florida over Vanderbilt, followed by... California over UCLA, Fresno State over Wyoming, and finally, my favorite, Western Michigan over Bowling Green. Okay, so think about this. Florida to win the game is a seven-point favorite over Vanderbilt. Cal, Cal to win the game. Seven-point favorite over UCLA. Fresno to win the game. 18-point favorite over Wyoming. Western Michigan to win the game. 15-point favorite over Bowling Green. Now, if all four win the game, Moneyline Parlay, $100 wins you. $130. We got a shooter. Guys, next up, we hear from Clay Travis, the voice of the SEC here on Fox Sports Radio with his pick of the week. Ah! Now, we're going to make you guys lots of money. Clay Travis's SEC pick of the week. Appreciate you having me on, RJ. The play beyond a shadow of a doubt, I believe, this week. It's Bama minus 28 against Missouri in the SEC for my lock of the week. I think that Nick Saban is going to come out. He's going to be furious over the way his defense played against Arkansas. They gave up 31 points, even if seven of those points came with 18 seconds left. He's not going to allow Missouri to score very many points. I think Missouri is also going to preserve their quarterback situation. I'm telling you, Bama minus 28 is my lock of the week, my blood bank guarantee. Get rich off that one, kids. Thanks for having me on, RJ. This Clay Travis from Outkick, the coverage. Clay Travis, chalky, chalky, chalky. couple of things. Alabama, clearly best team in the country. Maybe the best team in 10 years. But actually, they've lost their last three against the spread. Brad, you got a sharp way to get at Bama that might even be better in clay. Yeah, bet Bama in the first half. You'd be 6-0 and against the number Bama outscoring their opponents 40-6 to in the first half alone. Guys, speaking of best bets that we do throughout the week here on Fox Sports Radio, at this time, Ken Thompson is here with his best bet of the week. Uh, Joan, it's always tough to go against an undefeated team, and that is West Virginia. But Will Greer, gunslinger, kind of liking him to a young Brett Favre, already six interceptions. Going to go on the road. Very tough environment. Ames, Iowa, Iowa State. 
Matt Campbell, one of the best young coaches in the game. They will be ready. Young quarterback Brock Purdy, he's a dual threat. Look for Iowa State to win this game at nighttime. Be about 45 degrees game time. But I think Iowa State takes care of business. They're a a six-and-a-half-point dog. They win the game outright. Ooh, he's saying level of difficulty. I love fading undefeated teams, and I love playing on winless teams because at zero, it's like around your neck one way or the other because the public is so enthralled with the zero when it's in the loss column, and they're so uh, <laughs> they, they feel so negatively when a team has zero wins. Now, obviously, zero wins isn't a good thing, but when you're four or five games in a season, sometimes it's just a lot of bad luck. That's when you can get the real value. Biggest game tonight. And remember, last segment of the show, 6 to 7 Eastern, we always do two things. We give you at least one best bet. Today you got two. The four-teamer, how could it lose, wink, wink, and Ken Thompson's very best bet of the week. And now we also make a second promise. The big games of tonight we're going to break down. We've already broken down Thursday night football in a more extended way. Fez, give us your 30-second handicap on Thursday night, recapping it. Well, I think that the value is all about the New York Giants, as we mentioned, plus three. And sometimes, RJ, you just got to let it go when the line value drops down to the Giants plus one. So I think think the real story here is as of yesterday, Fez had the Giants plus three. You bet that one. You took off the rubber band on that one. But... To now it's down to one, one and a half. You lean that way. We call it a pizza bet. If you still haven't bet, maybe put a pizza bet on it. It's the right side, but not good enough for a full bet because you could have had three yesterday. Correct. I do have a proposition bet. Okay, quickly. This is a prop bet bonus. New York Giants, number two wide receiver, Sterling Shepard, over five and a half receptions. Their tight end for the Giants, Ingram, is out, so that means more ta- targets for Shepard. Also, when you think Giants, who do you think of? Beckham, Barkley. Those two players are getting overvalued under the radar. This is the play to bike over five and a half on Shepard receptions. All right, so Shepard, if he catches six or more, the bet wins. Is that like a minus 110 kind of bet? Minus 115. 115, so a little bit more than the average Jews. Six or more receptions for Shepard. Correct. Okay, finally... Hey, there's another game on. Quickly, Brad, Texas Tech, TCU. Yeah, Texas Tech, TCU. We're going to go over the total of 58 and a half, and I think it's just an overreaction. Both teams have banged up quarterback play. I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter who's playing behind center in that Texas Tech offense. I don't care if it's Patrick Mahomes, Graham Harrell, or this freshman for them. You'll get production out of that. And also, TCU is one of the faster-paced teams in the country. Over 58 and a half, TCU, Texas Tech. Now, is this a lean or a like? It's a lean. Lean over. That's not quite alike. Let me tell you guys, that was a lot of action in one segment. And you know something? Tomorrow, there will be even more. We call every Friday Pick Palooza. The Odd Couple is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, but we are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 o'clock Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, a football Friday, NFL college galore here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.